Well, everyone says I'm a tiler until they get into a pool tank and then it's, you, you realise not a bathroom tiler could do something like this. In this episode of Ask the Masters, I get a rare opportunity to take you all the way across the Atlantic to England, the UK, and introduce you to Robert Faulkner, a world-class tile setter that tiles all tile pools. As he's sitting in one of his projects, I get to do this incredible interview. DesignWorks is a supplier of high-end tile for commercial use. The brand's dynamic corporate strategy is based on providing stunning, versatile tile solutions to architects, contractors, the hotel, and restaurant industries. It's a wide range of products include swimming pools and spa, mosaics and tiles, porcelains, glass, and stone tiles. Hey, it's Randy Beard and I am back with Ask the Masters and boy do I have a special guest today uh, for all of you masters in the United States. We have gone and launched all the way across the pond. We have a world-class master tile setter, Rob Faulkner, on a job site right there in England. Rob, where, where are you today? What, what, where are you? Hi, Randy. I'm in a place in the UK called uh, Stafford on a very bespoke contract that I've started um, 12 weeks ago. Um, it's very high-end, there's a lot of detail going into this contract. Um, today, I've just started tiling the, the, the pool itself. But prior to the pool, we've been on the, I don't know whether you can see behind me, a 3D feature wall that I've done uh, in the back, back background there. Um, we're doing all the pools around, uh, single slot detail, which is coping stone, bespoke made. Uh, a lot of the things have been cut on site in situ. Um, but no, it's been quite a intense contract to be fair, but um, a nice one and I'm looking forward to the, the end results. Oh boy, we can't uh, wait to parallel you along with this. So, so Rob, why don't you tell our listeners over here in the United States, how did you get into uh, tiling um, and then inevitably tiling what you and I call tanks or swimming pools? How did, how did you get started in this industry? Uh, I kind of fell into it, really. I mean, I'm, I'm actually a carpenter by trade. And um, I went into construction site management. And uh, while I was working on a couple of contracts there, one of the contracts came up that was uh, at a swimming pool, uh, steam rooms, saunas, ice rooms. Uh, I was running the contract site manager, and I got on well with the guys who were working on the pools. And... I kind of seen a few things being a carpenter that, that I don't think they were doing correctly, to be fair. Um, so I had a chat with them. I said, I wouldn't I'd try to do this and do that. And I wanted to start telling them their job. Uh, and then the, the owner of the company, basically, when I'd left that contract, handed it over, went to the next contract. And then I got a phone call out the blue. Would I be interested in becoming a, a, a contract manager in the pool industry? Um, after sitting down and thinking about it, uh, negotiated rates and stuff, and then I kind of thought, you know what, I've never been in the industry before, the pool industry. It kind of appeals to me. I like things, I like to change and switch things up a little bit if I can. So that's how it ended up, and I took the, the contract, and I did 10 years contract managing for a company, a pool company, uh, which I was in control of all the labour, materials, uh, the setting out, everything, the detail side of things. Uh, and it was absolutely crazy busy. I mean, we'd, I think it had, the first year was about four and a half million pound worth of work with hotel chains, which was up and down the country. A lot of travelling, to be honest. I mean, the UK is tiny compared to the United States, but um, travelling from Scotland to England, the, the bottom end of England, and 
the miles was, was, was crazy. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I was in control of it. It's like a, I ran a company inside a company. That's how it felt. I, the, the, you know, my bosses didn't bother me. Everything was on schedule, handed over. The money was correct and everything. So it was, um, and then I kind of got a, a little bit, you know, I kind of got, you know, thought, seen some of the guys in the industry and I knew quite a lot of people. I decided to just go freelance and, and do things myself. I had Tyler's working for me and Tyler's came and, they, well, everyone says I'm a Tyler until they get into a pool tank and then it's, you, you realise not a bathroom Tyler could do something like this. So I went through quite a few Tylers over the years, the 10 years. Uh, kept a good squad of lads together when I got a good team kept them together and then I became uh, a partner with one of my tylers at the time that's how I started to be you know go freelance myself and um, and then we, we went our separate ways I was more into this this kind of thing what I'm doing now bespoke kind of work I like things with detail uh, help with the design side of things that's what I'm all about really and uh, when you have a good eye for things I mean I mean, even now I'm doing this contract, this is my own contract. So I, I actually do, I do tile swimming pools for quite a lot of pool companies in the UK. Um, and that's where I'm at now. I'm still plugging away doing it. Wow, what an interesting story. Un unbelievable, Rob. Um, this, is, uh, this, this project that you're on now is really interesting. And we can see that you started to set the tile down. What, before you stuck the tile, what did you do to this tank that's behind you? What, what was your prep? What, what did you find when you first got there? And then what are the steps that you've gone through to reach today where we're starting to see some tile? Well, basically on this one, the actual pool itself was done by a main contractor. So as regards the floating out and the rendering, we didn't do anything to, to, the, to the pool tank. It was done by another prior to us coming. Um, so everything's been, been done for us on the pool, the pool itself. We've taken on the screen to the surrounds, uh, the single slot detail, the tiling of the pool, the 3D feature wall. At the very back, I don't know what you can see it from me. I've got steam. We've done a built and formed a steam room. We've done a, a massage room in the very back area. We've done, um, it's all vanity units and very bespoke work, like tile rails all worked out, a full cube of tiles. Uh, so it's been quite interesting, to be honest. Um, one, one thing I will say is regards when when we when when I when I tile pools is you, you've always got to be very conscious of the when you're tiling onto a, a render or a screen basically I mean I always damp mine down because there's an awful there's a lot of suction there's an awful lot of suction in, in sand and cement render or whatever renders used uh, but not I mean the UK I always do it all the time belt and braces in the UK yourself in over in the states you probably got it's more intense because the heat is severe so but i have looked at some of the the, the youtube things and the podcasts and stuff what you do and uh, in the states and um uh, you see yours are all tented uh whereas in its inclement weather when it's raining you it's all sheeted up uh it's warm blowing you know warm air in there which is you need the the screed sorry the the, the the adhesives and everything and the grouting has to be at the right temperature um, and also in, in the in the, you have eaters in when it's cold in the states. So you also have the you know the, the the cool air blowing in. You've got to keep your the guys happy as well. To be fair, it's all about you know keeping everybody. You can't work in in you know we did a pool just only recently in down in Kent and um, sorry probably six months back now it was ninety degrees. There was not was literally in a pool tank ninety degrees and you can feel the heat on the tiles. 
So we had to kind of sheet over where we was working to try and find some shade. And what I always do is, obviously when the sun rises, I always work in the shade. And as it sets to coming round, we keep working in the shade as much as we can. And then it gets later on and it cools down a bit. Then we do the floor, section of the floor kind of thing. So it's all about, you know, the right temperatures. And, and like I said, in, in the screeds, I wet mine down. I mean, you probably can't, you won't be able to see where you are now, but all the pool tank, basically, it's... I grid everything out, everything's done to grids. So there's chalk lines everywhere and laser lines. So everything's done to a grid. So when I, you know, I know it's three, it's three sheets wide, it's two sheets long because there's sheets that, that we use, which I'll just get one here for you. The sheets that, that we use like in the UK are longer than they are wide. I prefer these sheets for the simple reason is, well, not the simple reason, but when you, when you, you had like 300 square, sheets if you don't tile absolutely correctly you can see the sheets in the wall and that really is you know well that's down to bad fixing you know we can all tile square sheets and have it right you'd also we can have a tiler who's not very familiar with the pool industry and you'll be able to identify where those sheets are with these sheets well if i had if i could zoom in i'd show you you won't know where any of the sheets are now they're down um so I prefer these these kind these kind of tiles. Uh, I know that in America you you know you have quite a lot of use quite a lot of offset, uh, which and I, I do understand because quite a lot of the pools I've seen on the the YouTube um, like Amy Denny things like that people uh, is you have a lot of pool tanks and if you've got a pool tank that's like a hopper and it's got radiuses in the bottom as well is these kind of tiles then you, you struggle because you've got radiuses. Now I've done one like the, the the pool like that you have diminishing cuts kind of thing to try and make it right again and do it in sections but what i get with the offset with the, with the opposite and that it's easier for you know you when it's when it's an offset tile then you, you can hide things when you when you're tweaking things kind of thing but um no i've watched quite a few podcasts and uh, and stuff and i'm quite it's quite interesting to see how you know other people do things you know about the and I, I know you do quite a lot on the um the substrata as regards renders and screeds and I watch like the ocean side thing about how they fix tiles which that was quite quite interesting really when when I watched the the ocean side one as regards the the uh, the hammering on with a piece of four by two and I'm thinking wow I wouldn't do that <laughs> but uh, you know I mean I, I use a squeegee and I can tamp on anything and I know that it's going to be a flat and it's a case of looking at things and Having it, you know, an eye for detail—that's that—that's the main thing. So, um, could you grab that uh, sheet of tile again? I'd, I'd love to look at that because I know our listeners are going to have a lot of questions um, yeah. about that. So, so tell us about the tile. How the tile is actually put together? Is this a well? First, it looks like it must be a custom blend. What what is this? Basically, it's a it's a patented product, and it's on the back of the sheet. I'll show you the back of the sheet. It's got a joint point system on the back of the sheet. So where many have tried and done is a silicon back. This is a pasted product. So now I know that, you know, I get 95% pickup on the tile, minimum 95%. Whereas, you know, if you've got a lot of mesh back tiles, you, you don't get that, you're not guaranteed. You'd also, with mesh back tiles, you've got problems with debonding. These are a flexible tile. You know, I can move these around with no problems at all. You do that with a mesh back tile, you know, especially if they've been stored outside for a week, which happens on sites where the tiles turn up prior to you getting there to fix them. You get the sheets and lift them up, they're falling off the sheet. 
which so I, I never use mesh back tiles anymore to be honest if I can help it if a customer is adamant that they want mesh back tiles then fine but with the backing on those I mean they're a perfect tile they're very like I say flexible also they've got a very rounded edge on them as well which I like because the rounded edge you, you probably can't see that but they're very smooth edge the kind of half rounded kind of thing so if you do, if you if you're doing doing feature work like on radiuses that that'll bend Perfectly, you have no sharp edges whatsoever. Not a one. Now the old 20 mil, uh, have I got a sheet of 20 mil tiles? I've got a sheet of, I'll just show you these, sorry Randy. These, these are the, what, what we used to use. I don't use these anymore. I throw these, I threw all mine in the skip seven years ago. Any samples that I had, they're a mesh back tile. Those, you, you know, you, you leave them in the, in the, they turn up on a site a week before you get to site and they're left out in the cold. I can shake those, they would all fall off. Um, also, what I don't like about these is when, when those, when you do radius work with tiles like this, they're razor sharp, those edges, razor sharp. So if you're doing things like lounges in steam rooms, things like that, any curve work on radius seats, you, you will, you can feel them. On you know underneath when you sit on things you can feel them and they're very very sharp. They also the the mesh back. What I don't and I found out over the years of doing this is a lot of the mesh back on some of them. This is not as bad as some, but some of them I just feel that the the epoxy they fix the mesh to the tile. It, it forms a, a debonding issue because what you're doing when you're serrating your adhesive in and you're you're, you're fixing these down tamping these in is the adhesive can't bleed through because the epoxy that's on the back of the, 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 this mesh basically stops it. And these tiles in particular, and I've had this 10 years back where they popped off in steam rooms, in, you know, in pool tanks in various places that, that, that have, you know, I, I, I don't use these anymore, never use them at all whatsoever. And I understand that, you know, if, you, if a client does say these are going to be mesh back tiles, then yes, I would look at the project. I would also put on probably add more money to the project because it takes more time with with the, with the other with the other tiles I mean I can, I can probably knock two or three days off a good sized pool using these tiles oh no kidding so it's all about time and you know yet sometimes you're under pressure to get one contract completed prior to going to a next one and especially now with the with the with the covid thing happening I mean we found that we had all our all the, the hotel works finished um, just closed Domestic pools didn't want you being in the pool or in the house. Um, so we, we kind of had a spell of probably two or three months. But luckily I was a carpenter by trade. So I did a, an house refurbishment while I was out of the pool industry. And then now it's what well, happened. Now you come out the other side and I've got work. So everyone's saying, can you do this? Can you do that? This particular project very bespoke. And um, this has taken up a lot of time. We should have finished this three months ago. But because of COVID, it, the site closed and everything, and then now we're back trying to chase our tail and trying to get things back on track again now. Wow, fantastic. So what, do you think you're going to be there for three, four, five more weeks? What did? I, I, I'm hoping to finish the second week in January, hopefully. Uh, that's the plan because I've got another bespoke contract, very sim not, uh, not quite as intense as this, but quite a big contract to start in the second week in January. But I'm kind of... Well, I'll have to complete this one first. I don't, I don't, I, one thing I don't do is let people down. It's one job at a time kind of thing. You can't take on too much. I've seen it done before. 
And then increasing labour, you, you have guys you can't trust, something happens, the client's on the phone, it could be five hours from where I'm working and then you've got to go down. And So I just, I'd rather do things with a small team that I have and do it ourselves and then do one project at a time and not trying to take on everything. You know, you can't do everything. Wow, great advice, fantastic advice. Well, um, Rob, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of questions on Ask the Masters, and I'm hoping that you'll allow us to come back in and interview you one more time, maybe uh, when you move on to that new job in January, or we get the final pictures of this. That would be fantastic. I th- I th- yeah, I, th- I, think this, I think this one, when it's more progressed, we've got all the wall tiling to do, and I think when it's more progressed, maybe we could do some kind of a, like rolling footage where I can kind of do a walk round of the contracts and everything that we've done, uh, probably on, on, on completion. Um, that'd be fine. I'd, I'd be more than happy to come back to ask the masses and any questions or any interviews. I'd, I'd, because I'm, I'm as like yourself, and I'm passionate about pools, and that's what it's all about, really. Well, once we and get you back over come, here, we'll have to meet up at one of the maybe next one day I'll be able to come tiling in the uh, states. And, uh, <laughs> we can't wait to get you over here to the states once the, this whole thing clears up in 2021. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for taking us on a tour today, Rob. This was absolutely fabulous. I want to get this out to our listeners as quickly as possible. Um, So if anybody has any questions for Rob, please feel free to uh, send them to me. And uh, I've got him on my WhatsApp uh, WhatsApp, and uh, we can text him back and forth. He is Rob Faulkner. He is the UK's premier tile installer, a true master at his craft. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it immensely. (laughs) 